From the Financial Times in Birmingham, I'm Andy Bounds and this is FT News. Devolution to cities outside London was a priority of the government of David Cameron, with areas that agreed to have elected mayors given greater control over central government spending and extra funding. The urgency has only increased with the Brexit vote. Most English regions, which feel left out of the London-led economic recovery, voted to leave the EU. The West Midlands region, which includes Britain's second city of Birmingham, is electing its first mayor in May, and the winner will preside over billions for housing, transport and infrastructure, along with council leaders. It's a five-way battle featuring politicians and business leaders, the most prominent of whom is Andy Street, former managing director of the retailer John Lewis. I met him recently at the Birmingham branch of the department store and asked him why he gave up a lucrative career in business to enter politics. Because it's a great, important time for the West Midlands. Governments are really behind devolution, passing us opportunities. The economy here is already doing well, but can do a lot better. And so I saw this job being created and I thought, I've got the skills to do that. I can use what I've learned in business to actually improve the lives of people across the West Midlands. How do you intend to do that if you do get elected? Well, there's two stages, really. We're laying out a plan, what we stand for before the election. We'll tell people what's at stake, and then I will deliver that plan. That's the sort of business approach where you're clear what you're going to do, and then you actually get on and do it. We've seen the trend towards the election of business leaders, possibly Donald Trump. You might style yourself differently to him, but are there any similarities? There are some similarities. There's a lot of big differences as well. But I do think the American population warmed to his very clear saying, I will do this and I have got a record of doing. And so in that sense, I am saying the same. The big difference is that this is an inclusive campaign. We want everyone to feel part of it. We're not trying to put the clock back. We're trying to look at a new economic future. So it's very, very, very dynamic, forward-looking, positive. And any of my campaign material so far is of that nature. When the mayoral positions were conceived, I think there was a belief that more independent people and more business people would come mm. forward, but we've seen a lot of politicians and ex-politicians mm. running for these jobs. Why is that? Well, first thing I'd say is I think it's a bit of a shame. I'm actually quite proud to be the standard bearer of a different way of doing it, a sort of new politics. I think the obvious point is the party machines tend to be very influential and people will conclude they need the support of a party machine to really get the electorate on board. I hope I've been lucky enough to win the support of a party machine here, but will extend well beyond that and bring my own credentials. And that's maybe an unusual position, but it is a shame. Because if you look around the world, certainly look at New York, very successful business mayors who've taken their city forward dramatically. So that's the sort of model that I would want to take for it. And money's a big issue in politics as well. I mean, where are you going to get your money for your campaign from? So our money is being raised locally. I'm asking, appealing to anyone to donate, uh, but particularly, of course, the business community. And so that's exactly how it is funded. So it's funded from the West Midlands. The policies are written in the West Midlands for the people of the West Midlands. And what would you like to have changed if you do get elected in three years' time when you come up for re-election? Well, three years is not a long time, is the first thing to say, obviously, but I hope we would actually see some practical things have happened, some new transport infrastructure pieces, if not completed, we're getting on actually doing them. We've got a better skilled population, we're going to get the adult skills budget, we've got to use that wisely. But most importantly, I actually want to be judged by the sort of results. So have we got a region that's performing better than other areas of the country, where some of the social indicators, level of unemployment is going down and we're performing better. And are people feeling a real sort of pride in the West Midlands? This used to be the place that led Britain in so, so many respects. 
But arguably that's not been the case in recent decades. And so I want to restore that sort of feeling of this is the place that is genuinely leading Britain. And are things going in the right direction? Things are definitely going in the right direction. If you look, we've had data about startups, Birmingham being the most startup-friendly city in the UK, outside London, of course. We've had data on GDP growth, rate of GDP growth in Solihull 2015, latest data, we've got over 7%. I mean, that's a remarkable engine. Youth unemployment here over the last four years, down by over 50%. So lots of things are going our way. But there's still too many people in the West Midlands who don't feel part of that success. So I will be judged on whether that really touches more people in time. The West Midlands voted for Brexit uh, reasonably heavily. I mean, arguably, some of that was people feeling left behind. How can you appeal to those kind of people? Yeah, you, you are absolutely right. And that's the real test of this. What we're talking about, making the economy more successful for more people, giving people who perhaps left out the skills for them to really compete in the future. That's how we're going to do it. We're going to address this through an economic performance. If that really works, that touches people's lives, gives them new houses, gives them better means of transport, makes them feel part of the success that we are definitely beginning to enjoy. The UK is a very centralist country, centred around London. What do you feel you can do to change some of that? Let's be clear, this is not knocking London. It's brilliant the UK has uh, probably the world's capital city, but it's been too dependent on London. And this is all about saying, actually, we need Birmingham, Manchester, Liverpool, all having their mayoral elections, all to step up. And so how do we deal with that? We do need a bigger share of investment. London transport investment seven times what it is in Birmingham. So I need to be lobbying, representing this place, saying, right, national government, there needs to be a redistribution of that investment. And then you will find the economies outside London can play a bigger role in the nation overall. What do you think Brexit means for the West Midlands, especially if we leave the single market? It means challenges, but it also means opportunities. Frankly, we've got to make sure we play our cards better than anybody else. Some very positive things. It's meant infrastructure investment probably even more certain than it was before. The huge injection around HS2, that's been, I think, guaranteed, ironically, by this. Then, of course, we are a very export-prone region, bigger share of our GDP from exporting than elsewhere. So there's a test here for the single market. But, of course, we've already got vibrant exports with non-EU areas, which demonstrates that we will be able to thrive in that post-EU world. Do you not fear that you might find it frustrating? I mean, business people tend to be able to be in control of their staff, in control of the, of the market, they know what they're doing. Politics, things jump at you from all over the place. Things get said, things happen, crises emerge. Do you think you're ready for that? Yes, I do. I don't think business is a plain sailing. Lots of people have been through economic crises in business. But I've got another piece of ammunition in my locker, though. And that's for the last few years I've chaired the Local Enterprise Partnership here. And that's been about working with politicians, with businesses, with academics, to bring everyone together. So this role is not like a normal political role where you run it through your own party team. This is one person with a cabinet drawn from people across different politics. And I think I've shown over the last few years I can bring people together to work together. Nevertheless, you've got the Conservative nomination. So running as a party political person, what what difference do you think that will make to your campaign? Well, there'll be some people who'll say, I'm never going to vote for a Conservative, and whatever I do, there'll be a sort of branding issue. But actually, I think my campaign will go well beyond the traditional party label. And what's really encouraging is people across the West Midlands are getting the fact that it's a new job. I can see this job interview with two and a half million people. And so, yes, I'm a Conservative, I'm proud of that, but I'm actually saying I've got the qualities to do this job. 
And would you point to your record in business as part of those qualities? Of course I would. Frankly, I've been working in business for 30 years, so that's part of what's made me the type of person I am today. So, of course, that's a critical part of it. You famously made a speech once which caused almost an international incident with your comments about the French. I mean, do you think you can stay out of that kind of trouble in the future? An international incident? I think that's a bit overblown. The other thing is to call it a speech. It was a bit of after-dinner banter. But nevertheless, your question's fair. The strange thing about it is, I wouldn't recommend doing that to anybody, but I don't think too many of the electors of the West Midlands are um, thinking, oh, he's the chap who did that. It's quite a minority sport to be focusing on that. But some of our most successful politicians have got a bit of spike to them, and I think people do want to know what people think. Hopefully, they can also make the difference between an after-dinner banter and a serious point. That was Andy Street, Conservative candidate for Mayor of the West Midlands. And if you're wondering what he said about France, he called it slurotic, hopeless and downbeat at an awards ceremony a couple of years ago after a delayed Eurostar journey. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80 percent less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up Quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. That's Quince.com slash upgrade. 